Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Nature Connection Show. We air this every fourth Friday, usually with our friend Margot Carrera, the nature photographer. But you know what? We're actually recording this today on National Goof Off Day. I think Nancy and Margot are goofing off and taking the day off. I think that's kind of cool. So goof off days are good to get out into nature and go into a park. I'm not necessarily goofing off on the couch, but go out and play. And that's what we're talking about today. I'm excited to welcome back Ivan Levin. Ivan is from the National Park Trust. And this year, the last time he was on the show, he was talking about the organization's legacy they are celebrating 40 years of protecting land and also getting people into parks. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, their annual Kids to Parks Day that comes up May 20th, 2023. So go to parkstrust.org. So welcome back, our parktrust.org. Excuse me. Welcome back, Ivan. Thank you so much. Great to be here today. I love this that uh, we're recording on National Goof Off Day. So like, how do you well, like to goof off? Go, I know. <laughs> Nancy's goofing off. I'm like, you get to take the day off. Margo's goofing off and taking a day off. So, you know, it's us working, but we're talking about parks. That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's fun. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it feels appropriate for goof off day. I might try yeah. to get a ride in later today. It's so nice outside here on the East Coast. Uh, I might try to get a ride in later. Well, I'll go try and hike my way through snow to the Tomahawk River. How does that sound? I got that's dogs. Good. To help me with that they did a good job the other day and um yeah playing in the snow with dogs it's a whole other deal because you will land on your butt and that's okay that's okay <laughs> that's okay so kids to parks day i mean this sounds like a good goof off day to me honestly but um you know going through your website and no and also from our conversations before this is a epic event it's what 13 years now that you've been it is. it's the 13th anniversary of kids to parks day this year wow and so it's not just, hey, you know, let's get the kids go out for a bike ride or go into a park. This is something that actual cities can adopt into their parks and rec department, right? Exactly. Yes, it actually works so many different ways. You know, number one, it's a day to invite kids and families to get outside and recreate and discover a local park, um, whether it's a place they've been or a place there that's new to them. It's a great excuse to get outside with your kids. Um, or with other family members on that day. In addition to that, cities and towns across America are proclaiming the day, National Kids to Parks Day. Um, and we have park and rec departments, state park departments, national parks, and all kinds of public lands out there um, that are planning special Kids to Parks Day events to happen on or around May 20th as well. And all of those events will be listed on our website at parktrust.org or kidstoparks.org. And it's cool because you have a toolkit there. So if you want to actually create one, like say, um, you know, I, I run a nature center or something, we could get involved right now and go use the toolkit to set up an event and even register the event on your website so people can go there and look at all the events. Absolutely. It is from, you know, A to Z, everything you need to participate in the day, whether it's first registering that event so that people know about that event. Um, you can also upload photos with that event re uh, registration as well. But then you can download the event host toolkit, download the Kids to Parks Day logo, 
the Park Trust logo and social media language examples and example press releases so that you have everything you need to plug and play into the day. Um, and then, of course, anything extra, we're here to help. Oh, that's so cool. So, all right. So a lot of kids needing to get into parks. This is something. What about if you are in an urban, urban environment? Are there programs or are there cities working with kids that maybe have never really gone out into nature? I think this is what's so special about this program is to bring that awareness, because sometimes um, families in certain areas, maybe not, they, they don't even think about it, you know what I mean? And maybe don't always have the resources, but a city could start to look at what can we do to get these kids outside? Absolutely. Um, yes, cities across the country, both urban, uh, suburban, and rural, all participate in Kids to Parks Day. And there's a lot of major cities across the country that are hosting events, not only on Kids to Parks Day, but throughout the year, really with the goal of getting as many people into their parks as possible, because if we can get people into the parks, we can get them to love parks, and then we can get them to help protect parks later on. So um, I do think that's a really big initiative, not only for us, um, the National Park Trust, but also for cities and towns nationwide to get as many people into parks and say, you're welcome. We want mm -hmm. you to come outside with us uh, and you're welcome to do it with us. So I think that's an important message we're seeing everywhere. Yeah, you know, um, I remember during COVID, everybody started to really understand why you needed to get outside, take a walk, goof off in nature. I'm still stuck in the goof off land. But also, um, they're saying that the statistic is you need to have a park within like, was it five, 10 minutes from your home to really utilize it? And I think this is also something that spurs that movement of like, oh, we could go to a park every morning for a walk or whatever, you know, after school kind of thing that maybe even helps parks like parks and rec departments and cities to understand the value of having more parks than maybe not just one, but getting them out within the suburbs, maybe places that are, you know, vacant lots. There's, you know, a vacant, I remember in one of the towns we lived up in Julian in San Diego, obviously it's a mountain town surrounded by forests, beautiful, but there was this vacant lot and it was an old gas station lot. So it was toxic really. And it took years, but eventually that lot through a lot of red tape got transformed into a little tiny park, but with flowers, we got wildflowers in. And I think even those little pocket parks are important in the downtown areas, even though this was in a forest area that was beautifying, but also cleaned toxins out of the town. Uh Absolutely. First of all, I think that a lot of people don't realize where parks are and how close they actually are. And I think it's it's a challenge to be proactive and actually incorporate that outdoor lifestyle. And that outdoor lifestyle can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But I think recognizing where those local parks are um, and how to access them is important. And that's something that we have the responsibility to make sure that people know where to get outside, number one. Number two, and as uh, you know, the National Park Trust has an app called the Park Passport app that will help you find parks all over the country, local parks, state parks, national parks, all kinds of public lands and waters, including national marine sanctuaries. But um, in a former life, um, I worked with an amazing program in Albany, New York that did mm. gorilla gardening, uh, which is exactly what you're describing. It was kids from Albany uh, working with an adult mentor who saw these vacant lots lots they saw behavior happening in those lots that shouldn't be happening oh, and yeah, so yeah. they did guerrilla gardening they went over and took over planted flowers and trees and made it a green space and did this all across the city 
Um, and so it's been done in Albany. It can be done in many other places. But I always remember that amazing project because it really was, you know, novel and different um, at the time. You know, that's a really good um, example of getting that kids out for, you know, you know, kids to parks day there. We were in North Carolina outside Chimney Rock State Park in North Carolina, outside Asheville, beautiful little quaint kind of feels like you're in the old West in a way, but you're in Appalachia country. And um, it's right by Lake Luna or Luna Lake. Mm -hmm. I never get it right. But anyway, it's the lake where Dirty Dancing was filmed and she came out of the water. Oh, and it was Mount, really, really cool. Mountain Lake. No, well, Mountain Lake's in Virginia, so that, that's not North that, But that, Yeah, it was filmed all over, but this one scene was filmed there. But anyway, oh, excellent. this lake, here's this old bridge from the 1900s. Road people said, we need to take this bridge down. It's, you know, we need to do, you know, we need to do a new bridge because this is getting dangerous. And this community, and I mean a small mountain community, got together and said, oh, heck no, you're not taking this down. This is a historic bridge. You go build your bridge over here. We'll take the old bridge. And what they did is they created a flower garden that you wouldn't believe you walk down this historic bridge. It's safe to walk on. You're seeing the lake and river. They even have an underground under the bridge dog park where it's shaded like a little oh, wow. dog area with dogs and flowers, pollinator gardens, children's gardens. So it's a little park in a place like you would just, you know. Well, that's the magic of Kids to Park State, right? It gives you the opportunity and families an opportunity to discover places just like that that are all, you know, all over communities across the country. Um, and Kids to Park Day is such a great reason to get outside and discover those places. But do and, something with it, not just exactly, go to a park and exactly. play, right? What about cleanup, doing some, you know, litter pickup? I think if kids get into those programs, then it will, they'll go, I'm not littering again. Look at that. I had to pick it up. Ew. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I think the helping families recognize the importance of outdoor recreation and how that contributes to our overall health and wellness but also instilling that sense of stewardship or, or park protection at a young age. And when kids see their parents engage and when parents engage with their kids, it really does become this ethic that the family and that the kids grew up with. And that's how it does get passed on generation to generation. Mm -hmm. So exactly as you're describing. Another thing for kids I wanna to touch on is the kids to uh, parks day, but then there's also that program for fourth graders, right? For families to know about, like once they get into, they get your app, they can learn where the parks are. Um, that's a because it's like it's like your passport, you know, it's like your, your your passport in the palm of your hand, especially if you're road tripping this spring and summer, get out there, use the, the passport and, you know, make more memories right in parks. But um, tell us a little bit about that initiative for fourth graders, right? Doesn't that kind of tie in? Yes, absolutely. So there is a national initiative called the Every Kid Outdoors program, which allows every fourth grader to download a park pass for free. And it gets not only the fourth grader, but their entire family or everyone in the car with them into a national, into national parks for free for That's an entire awesome. year. So it's an amazing opportunity. It's free to every fourth grader across the country. And it's something every family should really take advantage of because it really does break down a barrier for many, many families of just getting into the park, you know, free of charge. So yeah. uh, not only, and not only is the Every Kid Outdoors program out there, but throughout the year, there's also um, fee-free days that happen um, with federal lands where families can get into national parks for free. Definitely check, um, you know, online to see what those dates are for 2023. But if you have a fourth grader, you can get into national parks for free for the next That's year. Cool. Well, and the other thing is, this is something where kids go into like national parks, state parks have it too. Don't they, the uh, junior ranger program. I love the junior, I want to be a junior ranger. 
The Junior Ranger program is amazing because it allows kids to experience parks in a way that feels really comfortable for them. So whether it's recreating that classic wide brim National Park Service Ranger right. hat or it's practicing um, what it's like to um, you know, be, be on a battlefield, there's so many amazing Junior Ranger programs that are unique to each park mm -hmm. that really deliver that important um, takeaways um, and deliver that to the kids during these Junior, junior Ranger um, programs and most of them are available to download from home so that if you're interested in a park you can download the activities and actually earn a virtual junior ranger badge just check the park's website for more information that's cool and and i'm glad you brought that up because um weather has been weird across the country this winter and into spring and things do happen so i always say go to nps.gov Find your park on, on the National Park Service or a state park and see if there's any alerts with maybe road construction even to see before you go. And sometimes you have to make reservations depending on the park. That's another thing to, to know Absolutely. about the forehead. Absolutely. Yeah. And the weather has been crazy this year. Like just like Yosemite National Park just reopened after being closed because of having so much snow and then rain. So um, definitely important to check each park's individual website because they will have kind of all the emergency notices or most up-to-date information on each individual park site, which you can get to by a good old Google search or of course, nps.gov. But what about also your app? You have the information on your app too for people. That like when people can find the parks and then you go, oh, I want to go here then go from, you know, the app. Um, tell us how people can get the app because and, and what they can find on it. It's cool. You can download the Park Passport app. That's Park Passport, all one word. You can download it from the Google Play Store um, or the Apple Store. Um, and it's free to download. And you literally can find any park near you. Um, and once you find the park on the map, you can click on that pinpoint and it will take you to numerous links, including a link directly to the park website. There's also live webcams, educational materials, virtual tours, all sorts of resources that allow you to not only prepare for your experience, but also relive that experience once you're back home as well. You can log photos. And as Lisa said, you can log your park visit and all the activities that you do at the park as well. So it really That's is cool. this passport that you can take with you as an example, right now, the cherry blossoms at the National Mall are in full bloom. Right from the palm of your hand, you can download the Park Passport app, go to the National Mall on the app, go right to the live cherry cherry blossom webcam and view the cherry blossoms from where you are, Lisa, in Wisconsin, or if you're anywhere else in the country. Now, do you notice my background has the flowers? That's Picasso Peak um, in Arizona. And it's it, the bloom is incredible there right now. So I, I everybody run, <laughs> run to I the just park. Saw pictures of, of flowers on Santa Cruz Island with the Channel Islands. Um, they're also in full bloom. So yeah, it's it's that time of year. It's exciting. Uh, California got so much rain um, even yesterday. And uh, Carrizo Plain, Nancy and I went there, and it was. I mean, California had serious droughts. I mean, we witnessed it with just. I mean, it was heartbreaking. And we've even been to Texas at this time of year to go film in wetlands that are some of the prime wildlife refuges for spring birding, like in the like top in the world kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And all we saw was dust devils where there should be water. And it's coming right. back this year. So it's it's an exciting time because it was kind of depressing. I, you know, when you see a real drought, it's depressing and you see skeletons in the sand. And this is why you go to parks because there's environmental reasons for this, not, you know, and so when we get out into parks and we start to understand, we start to understand science and wanting to protect, but Carrizo Plain, oh my gosh, you've got the, one of the oldest dead seas there, mm -hmm. 
And so we could see it, it was beautiful, but there was nothing. Right now is like wildflowers galore. Where we wow. saw- wow. and it's a sight to see. It's, you know, so I'm watching, I'm stuck in Facebook. I love following you guys on Facebook too, but I want to go back to your passport because kids get to be backseat drivers with this passport. I think teens that are using phones and know how to do this are going to really get into it more than the adults too, in a way, because they get to go, hey, we want to go to this park and then they get to document. So that's part of that experience of kind of taking ownership of, of what they experienced in the park. The kids can even be the navigator because you can open yeah. Apple or Google Maps and right from the palm of your hand, get driving directions to the park. And the kids can download the Junior Ranger booklets we were just talking about. Again, straight from the app, there's a direct link that takes you to all the Junior Ranger programs for all 424 national parks. And of course, there's other resources for local and state parks as well. Hey, we got new two new parks, didn't we, for MPS just now? Just yesterday, two new national monuments. Nevada got one, and I, I don't know where the other one was. I believe Texas. Oh, well, we need to go. We're going to Texas next, so we better go. <laughs> got to do it. So um, I'm going to use the app again. We're going from Wisconsin to Texas. Um, as this airs, we'll be packing up and getting ready to hit the road. And um, I think we're going through. We're going to do a lot of the Jefferson Highway. We talked about that before. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so this is going to be a good time for us to use the app and start looking at the parks along this historic route that actually goes from Winnipeg, Canada to New Orleans. So I'm excited about that to see some new places. Absolutely. And um, I know Oklahoma, there's Buffalo there. And I want to go see him again. I like him. If what, you see Buddy Bison out there, let let, let us know. See, you, did, you got it. You got my little segue in there. Tell everybody about Buddy Bison. He's got his own National Geographic book. He does. He does. Buddy Bison is the woolly mascot of the National Park Trust. He's been with us for a long time. Uh, and you can search for him on Instagram, hashtag Buddy Bison. Uh, but he's a great travel companion. He loves to accompany kids to parks and um, let kids know that um, explore the parks. The parks are yours. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, in closing here with Kids to Parks Day, um, so towns can proclaim the day, you know, people can make events up themselves. I think even neighborhoods could get together and do things, you know, um, to even protect some of their local places, do some cleanup work and also play and have fun, have a picnic in the park. Uh, but one thing I noticed on your website, you were talking about Kids to uh, Parks Day, you mentioned STEM education from this. Could you touch on that? Because that's something that um, I find is really important that youth get to have those opportunities. So kind of go over that for parents to understand how that connects with parks. Absolutely. I mean, parks are an amazing classroom. Um, and so parents, it's a great opportunity to take kids to parks and they can learn about everything from not only science and biology and wildlife conservation, but civics and government. Um, parks provide an amazing classroom for so many different lessons, including so many STEM lessons, which a lot of the parks have activities year round. So check their activity calendars. Parks have activities year round that um, connect to not only STEM activities, but also activities that connect to a lot of untold stories. You know, mm. power of parks is that they tell a story. Um, and so parks often tell untold stories that people don't know are even out there. So not only STEM, but also history and all those other topics, parks make an amazing classroom for families and students. Oh, I agree. I agree. So where's your next park destination? Oh, that's a great question. Actually, I am headed to Biscayne National Park, I think, next, um, and then Assateague National Seashore. So I'm excited about both of those. 
Oh, and you're going to post those, right? You're going to get Absolutely. those up. I'm, I'm going to be following for Excellent. sure. I have no idea where our next park is because we're just going to find it on the passport app as we start driving, you know, and that's we'll the just, best way to do it. Yep. And, you know, we're also one of those crazy people. When you see a brown sign, you just stop, pull over, you go and it. Sometimes they don't tell you how many miles and you go, I've been driving for a hundred miles. Where's the park? And that's why you have the park passport. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. So thank you again for joining us, Ivan. Everyone, uh, parktrust.org is a website. The event is May 20th, 2023. And right at the top of their website, again, they have the link for Kids to Parks Day. I encourage you to follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those great social media places. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. As I was saying at the beginning, we do this show every fourth Friday with Margot Cabrera. And I encourage you to go to her website uh, because she's got awesome. I mean, you put nature in your home and she has wonderful scarves with natural photography on it. Really beautiful. So go to CabreraFineArtGallery.com. Thank you so much, Ivan. Thank you so much for having me.